You're listening to a five-minute version of Words of Life, a message of hope from the Salvation Army. Perspectives is what we want to talk about a good bit over the next few weeks. If you look in the dictionary, is what you'd find as a, as a definition for perspective, a particular attitude uh, toward a way of regarding something or a point of view. And uh, so as we look at Easter, my wife and I are going to look at perspectives. We're going to look at the different perspectives of, of, of people as, as really the Easter story unfolded. And if you go back 2,000 years, you'll find that there were a number of perspectives going on when it came to Jesus. Uh, for instance, the religious leaders, they saw Jesus as a threat to their authority. To the people, you know, they saw him as this promised king, this, this person who would lead a rebellion against the Romans. Mm-hmm. To the Romans, he was a pain. Law and order, that's what they wanted to keep, and he was making them struggle with that. And for the disciples, he, he was the Messiah. They wanted him to be recognized as great and glorious, and they wanted to be seen with him. That was very important to them. But the other perspective was Jesus. And Jesus' perspective was obedience to the Father because his coming to earth was all because of disobedience. So therefore, where does the Easter story start? Genesis 3. That's exactly where the Easter story begins. Of course, in Genesis 2, we've got the paradise. We've got this, this Garden of Eden. It's perfect. It's incredible. More incredible than our minds could ever imagine. In the Garden of Eden, God showed his love by, you know what it was, that the way he showed his true love to Adam and Eve? Please tell me. <laughs> it was that tree. Mm-hmm. That tree planted in the garden was the expression of God's love because love can't exist without choice. Mm-hmm. It, otherwise, it's a dictatorship. So by putting that tree there, God offered choice. You can reject me. Uh, but of course, he also put a, a condition on that. If you eat from that tree, uh, you will surely die. And it wasn't a magic tree. I don't think that was what it was at all. It was simply an opportunity to reject God. And by rejecting God or disobeying, sin then entered the world. And so in Genesis chapter 2, we have only one perspective going on. That's God's perspective. God's perspective was love. It was mutual love. It was all about eternity. And Adam and Eve show their love by obedience, by not eating from that tree. And it was just this incredible image of what everything should be. But then what happens in Genesis 3? Okay, so Eve and the serpent, they had a conversation. Yeah, and so the, the serpent brings a new perspective in. Uh, it's what it says actually in Genesis 3. Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals that the Lord had made. And he said to the woman, did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did say you must not eat from the tree that is in the middle of the garden and you must not touch it or you will die. And the serpent said, you will not certainly die. For God knows, said the serpent, that when you eat from it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. Crafty serpent, subtle serpent. And suddenly he brings in a new perspective. That perspective is disobedience. God's perspective was love through obedience. The serpent's perspective was rebellion through disobedience. That's what was going on here. So suddenly we're seeing this shift and Adam and Eve chose the serpent's perspective. So God, of course, expelled them from the Garden of Eden. And that meant any number of things, but it also meant they couldn't eat from the tree of life. 
So the tree of life, had they stay in the garden, they'd still be eating from it to this day. They would still be perfect. Everything would be wonderful. But because of their disobedience, they were expelled from the garden. And from that moment, their bodies began to decay. Consequence of sin is death. Yet God's perspective was always life. It was always that eternity. Man chose death, but God always wanted to offer life. So he offered then through the law that principle of atonement. The idea that uh, a death has to occur, that's what the law said. God's law is law. He's not going to change it. A death has to occur. But then he allowed that process of atonement or substitution where an animal could be used, typically an animal, would be used instead. So we deserve to die. A death has to occur. The animal takes our place. Therefore, we're clear and clean until we sin the next time. So, of course, all that then led itself to the ultimate sacrifice, the sacrifice of God himself. The perfect lamb without blemish would atone for the whole world. And the sacrifice of Jesus would, would unite all of us who follow him, allowing all of us to have, again, that perspective of God and his love. So as we travel, you and I, through this Easter week, all the way from Palm Sunday, all the way through to Easter Sunday, we're going to pray that God will use our words, his words through us, to teach us how to have a unified perspective. Thanks for listening. To hear the full version of this week's episode, subscribe to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org.